Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Four touchdowns today. That's pretty amazing. How's that feel? Um, that feels really good. Uh, I mean, um, you know, there was couple of gift wrapped ones where I was on a one yard line so all I do is just fall forward the O-line did a great job with you know uh, pushing the pile and I was able to just fall in a um, couple of other plays where I didn't get touched going into the end zone so I mean sometimes you know it just kind of falls in your favor welcome to the fantasy football diagnostics podcast where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football whether it's season-long leagues dynasty DFS or even IDP we got you covered all season long Welcome to Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. This is episode 5-0, oh, the Big 50. Uh, I'm John June. No Greg today. Uh, he's not. He's under the weather, not feeling well, so hopefully he gets better soon. But, hey, guys, hopefully you guys are in the finals, on your way to the finals. Hopefully you didn't get killed by Michael Thomas because uh, I know a lot of people did. Uh, or Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah, that was that was crazy. But let's just jump right into it. Um, you know, jump right into the top performances, the studs and the jags. <clears throat> Let's do it. All right, starting us out on the on the studs, man, the quarterback position. Lamar Jackson, bad man all year. Two hundred twelve passing yards, five touchdowns, eighty six receive eighty six rushing yards, thirty seven point oh eight fantasy points. Man, Batman is a bad man. Just give him the MVP right now. Him, he's like Baltimore is headed to a Super Bowl. That's it, no questions asked. I don't care. Uh, QB two on a week. That would be Jameis Winston. Four hundred fifty-eight passing yards, four touchdowns, one INT. Had to get that one INT. Thirty-three point seven two points and a half point PPR. Um, again, Jameis Winston. If you started him, I know I was scared of the thumb man, but at the end of the day, man, it's Jameis, and you know. I watched him throw that first interception, and I, I was just terrified, just horrified. Oh, what a terrible decision. Um, and he went out and threw four touchdowns like he always does. So, uh, no, don't, no, you know, got to keep tilting to a minimum in the fantasy playoffs. But, and then the QB3 on the week, man, Drew Brees, man, talk about a bad man. On a day where he came out, broke the record for all time passing touchdown leader. Overtook Peyton Manning. Drew Brees came out 29 of 30, 307 passing yards. Right, 29 of 30. He had one incompletion. 307 passing yards, four touchdowns. That was good for 28.28 to make him the QB3 on the week. So congrats to Drew Brees on the record. And congrats to you guys if you had Drew Brees in your fantasy lineups, bringing you to victory. And coming in as a QB4, that would be my QB start of the week, Ryan Tannehill. QB5, Patrick Mahomes, thank you, man, for coming back. The QB6 on the week, Carson Wentz. The QB7, Ryan Fitzpatrick. The QB8, Russell Wilson. The QB9, Matt Ryan. And the QB10, Dwayne Haskins. Look at that, man. Um, Positive performances that stuck out to me. Um, Again, Ryan Tannehill getting it done. Um, Jameis Winston also getting it done. Um, I mean, he's just been, uh, 
you know, he's been money, especially the last few weeks he's been money. Um, so, you know, just continue to roll him out there, man. You have to. He's hot, so just continue to roll him out there. Um, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in, you know, against this giant secondary, getting it done, right? That's right. So that's good for it. That's good to see. Continue to ride that to the chip, especially with Devontae Parker back. Um, but, yeah, that's it for the quarterback position in terms of the studs. Let's get to that running back position, man. And a guy I know I'm happy to see on this list. That's right. Kenyon Drake, man. Kenyon Drake coming in as the RB1 on the week. 22 carries for 137 yards. One reception for nine yards. And he had not one. No, not two. No, not three. My man had four rushing touchdowns. If you had Kenyon Drake this week, it was almost impossible for you to lose. But that was good for 39.1 and a half point PPR. Kenyon Drake, man. He's definitely the lead back in Arizona. Uh, you got to continue to ride that guy to a fantasy championship, man. And then Christian McCaffrey, he was my RB1 coming into the year. He's the RB2 on the week. And it's almost like every week he does this, man. 19 carries, 87 yards, two two rushing touchdowns. Also added eight catches for 80, 88 receiving yards. That was good for 33.5 uh, fantasy points and a half point PPR. Christian McCaffrey. What a bad man, man. Got to continue to ride this dude to a chip. And then Miles Sanders coming in as the RB3. Just a week too late, Miles Sanders. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Good job here. 19 carries, a buck 22. One receive, one rushing touchdown. Also added 50 receiving yards and on six catches and a receiving touchdown. Good for 32.2 points and a half point PPR. Great job by Mr. Miles Sanders coming in this week. And then rounding out the top 10, we got Zeke Elliott, Saquon Barkley, Chris Carson, Mark Ingram, Nick Chubb, Tony Pollard, and, and Todd Gurley coming in as the RB10. And then performances that stuck out to me, man, you know, I was I was pounding the table for Saquon. I said he would have a monster game here. Uh, and look at it. He, he go, comes out as RB5 on the week, had to against his poorest Miami defense. Um, Chris Carson, Greg start of the week, coming in as the RB6. That one, that was too easy, man. That Carolina defense, they're just so bad against the run. Seattle, that's all they want to do, so this was great right there. But the one that sticks out to me, Joe Mixon, man. Coming in against this tough New England defense in a tough matchup and just, oh, man, 25 carries, 136 yards, getting it done in the receiving game as well. If you if you have Joe Mixon, man, I know it was tough to start the year, but if you somehow made it to the fantasy playoffs with Joe Mixon, right now he is carrying you, man, and it's awesome to see. Um, and then, you know, some other guys that stuck out to me, uh, Adrian Peterson, I talked about him on the waiver pod last week. Uh, he's definitely a guy that came through for you if you started him. And then Carlos Hyde getting some volume, man, 26 for 104 and a touchdown. So that was really good to see. But the, the guy that's going to be uh, the one that's the main main talked about guy, uh, potential uh, you know league-winning situation here, we got Mike Boone, man. 13 carries, 56 yards, two touchdowns. Obviously, he was in nobody's lineup uh, this this past weekend, but uh, with the Dalvin Cook injury news, we know we know what happened there. Uh, Mike Boone might be somebody who could you know potentially win us a week, man, or win us a win us a fantasy a fantasy championship. <clears throat> All right, let's move on to the, the studs of the wide receiver position, man. And Jameis Winston, man, 
You know, no Mike Evans, no Chris Godwin, no problem, man. Brashad Perriman, I'll make you the number one wide receiver on the week. Five catches, 113 yards, and three receiving touchdowns. That was good for 32.1 points and a half point PPR. Man, Brashad Perriman, you know, this guy's on his third team in, in two years. Um, and, you know, former first-round pick of the Baltimore Ravens, was in Cleveland last year. And now he's here in, in, in Tampa Bay. And, uh, you know, Jameis Winston's going to throw it deep. He's going to throw it down the field. And Brashad Perriman, you know, he's going to be the primary beneficiary of that. So, you know, Brashad Perriman, he's going to be somebody that we got to go pick up off waivers. And then Julio Jones, man, coming in as a wide receiver, too. 13, carry, 13 catches, a buck 34, two receiving touchdowns. Man had... 20 targets, I believe, in this game. Had a 51% target share. That was good for 31.9 points and a half point PPR. Like, I don't get it. Why don't the Falcons just do this all the time? Just get the ball to Julio, throw it to him. That's that's it. That's all you got to do. It's easy. And look what happens. You win the football game. Ugh. Oh, man. But Julio, great to see you here. Uh, I know fantasy owners probably wishing that you've been doing stuff like this all year. But, you know, it was great to see, you know, you know what they say, better late than never, right? Um, and then the wide receiver three on a week, Michael Thomas, man. <sighs> man, I'm sorry. I got to apologize, apologize to Teddy because I know he's hurting, man. Michael Thomas had to come out doing dirty, but, you know, talking, referring to the league, extraordinary people, we had to match up. Uh, Teddy was down, was up 27, going up against Michael Thomas in a full-point PPR. And I'm just like, sorry, man. You, you probably have no hope, man, because Michael Thomas, 27, that's too much. That's too little to cover, man. And Michael Thomas, he covered it. Um, so I know some people were were up an enormous amount, probably 20 points or so, going up against Michael Thomas and didn't really feel comfortable, especially on a day where uh, Drew Brees was chasing this record by Peyton Manning. And Michael Thomas is also chasing a record of his own, man. He, he hit the 130 catch mark today. Um, and, you know, he's he's... Going to try to get to that, that 143 previously held by Marvin Harrison, and I wouldn't be surprised to try to see him get to 150. So if you have Michael Thomas, obviously that's good news for you. And if you play DFS, play Michael Thomas. So uh, coming in as a wide receiver 400 week, that would be Jamison Crowder, who helped nobody because nobody really started him. Um, and then the wide receiver five on the week, Anthony Miller, Tyler Lockett coming up out of nowhere, man, just – I mean, it's better late than never, I guess. But this, what you had been doing was bad, man. But um, Scary Terry coming in as the wide receiver seven. A.J. Brown coming in as the wide receiver eight. Tyreek Hill coming in as the wide receiver nine. Devontae Parker as a wide receiver ten. Um, performances that stuck out to me, uh, well, obviously, Scary Terry, that's a great performance right there. Coming out against Philadelphia in the in the good matchup like we talked about. Um, and coming through, uh, A.J. Brown, of course. I love this man. Um, this guy is just so awesome. He's so big. He's so fast. He's so strong. And, um, you know, it's great for fantasy. I love it. And then Tyreek Hill coming through with the two-touchdown game. Devontae Adams getting in the end zone himself as well. And then Devontae Parker, man, with the two-touchdown game. What a bad man he's become. Um, and then other performances that stuck out. You know, Mike Williams coming through with two weeks, two touchdowns. Got to love that. 
Um, Allen Robinson turning into a target monster over there, 7 for 125. Uh, so him and Anthony Miller forming a nice duo. Um, and then, you know, DJ Moore consistently eating up that volume. And another name that's gonna, that sticks out, that sticks out to me is Greg Ward, man. Uh, the converted Houston, Houston College, uh, Houston University of Houston college quarterback, uh, now converted to receiver. He's forced into a role here where uh, he's gonna have to make plays for Carson Wentz. So he, he's got a matchup this week against Dallas, who uh, could be beat over the top. Uh, Carson Wentz is gonna feed him the ball, so uh, I would I would look his way as well if I needed help at the receiver position. Moving forward, the uh, tight end position, George Kittle, bad man, of course, 13 catches, 134 yards. That makes him the tight end one on the week. Uh, Travis Kelsey coming in as the tight end two, 11 catches, 142 yards, just eating up this Denver secondary. Uh, apparently, Travis Kelsey owns the Denver secondary. Um, you know, Every time he, he plays them, he beats them, or he, he eats them up. So that's something to note. Uh, especially playing DFS next year. So, uh, Tyler Higby coming as the tight end three, 12 catches, 111 receiving yards. Um, garbage time is a beautiful thing, especially in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, Darren Waller coming in as the tight end four. Zach Ertz is the tight end five. Ricky Seal Jones is the tight end six. John U. Smith is my stream of the week as a tight end seven. Mark Andrews is the tight end eight. Jason Winton is the tight end nine, and Keithan Carter uh, is the tight end ten. So, those are your tight ends on the week. Um, perform other performances that stuck out to me. I mean, Jared Cook looked good tonight. You know, you know, running around for the Saints, so that was good to see. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's that's really it. Um, you know, John Smith was nice to see. Ricky Seals Jones. Um, you know, get Dallas Carter had a role as well. He finished right outside the tight end twelve. So if you went with him, he, he, you know, you weren't at, you weren't completely blown out. Um, except, I mean, a lot of the tight ends did pretty well. But now it's time for the Jags, man. Those guys that underperformed, those guys that let you down, especially this week, man. This week of all weeks. Last week was really not the week to, let, to be let down. This week's really not a good week to be let down. Next week is definitely not a week to be let down, but we're not thinking about that. Let's talk about this week right now. So at the quarterback position, Jags that stuck out to me. Aaron Rodgers, obviously, we told you guys, don't want to do it against Chicago. So definitely didn't want to do that. Tom Brady, definitely didn't want to do that either. Um, not against Cincinnati. I don't care who it is. He's been bad all year. Um, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G, those guys didn't come through for you. Phillip Rivers, my stream of the week. Coming through with a dud, three interceptions, one fumble. That wasn't great. Um, the Jag of the Week at the quarterback position. Mm, who am I going to give that to? You know, I think I'm going to give that to Jimmy G, man. Because um, we talked about it, man. Jimmy G, he's either going to come out as, as a top five quarterback or he's going to fall flat on his face. And that's what he did, fell flat on his face, 22 of 34, 200 passing yards, one touchdown, only good for 12.6. So, um, yeah, not great performance there. Uh, running back positions, some jags that stuck out to me. Love Bell just, you know, again, not getting it done. Leonard Fournette also not getting it done. Uh, Derrick Henry, I mean, he was banged up with the hamstring. So you expected 
you know, probably not going to get that that side, that same production that we were getting from him before. But, um, you know, this wasn't what people wanted, especially with the high total and, and whatnot coming into this week. Um, Devin Singletary would have had a, you know, he looked good, would have had a better day if he didn't put the ball on the ground, though. Um, obviously, Dalvin Cook, he got hurt, so we're not going to put him there. Uh, David Montgomery, Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber. Um, these are guys were all bad, but none of these guys were worse than my, unfortunately, my running back start of the week, Melvin Gordon. Oh man, you were the worst. You two fumbles. I mean, the, this game was just so bad for the Chargers. Um, and I, I genuinely thought the Chargers would win this game, but, um, sure enough, that did not happen. This they lost 39 to 10, uh, Phillip Rivers and Melvin Gordon combined for, Six turnovers, so that wasn't that was definitely not what you want to see. Um, and then at the wide receiver position, some some jags. Um, I mean, I guess both the fantasy football diagnostics wide receiver start of the weeks could be considered jags. Jarvis Landry, Kenny Kenny Galladay, uh, Robert Woods also came through as a jag this week. Emmanuel Sanders and Julian Edelman both coming through as Jags. I think Julian Edelman might have some injury. I mean, he played. He was a little banged up, but don't know how much you can trust him if he's going to be banged up like that. But, um, yeah, he he came through as a Jag this week. And then Amari Cooper, man, coming through. One catch, 19 yards. Um, you know, granted, Jalen Ramsey, um, you know, was on his coverage and uh, I mean, but Dallas scored 44 points. I, I know Zeke Zeke got off in this one, so that probably has a lot to do with it. But definitely not what you want to see if you're an Amari Cooper owner, especially in a game that was at home. Um, the Jag of the week, though, at the wide receiver position. Hmm, I guess we're gonna give that one to Emmanuel Sanders, man. Yeah, I mean. You know your your team. You, you know Jimmy Jimmy like Jimmy G was uh you know throws thirty four passes. You only catch two. Uh, meanwhile, George Kittle's going thirteen for one thirty four. You know you're playing Atlanta. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go with you, E man. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, all right, man. So at the 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 tight end position, some Jags. I, I mean, that's gonna have to go with the the the. Fantasy Football Diagnostics tight end starts to the week, man. Austin Hooper, Ian Thomas, both coming through with some duds. Uh, you know, each having, you know, three, Austin Hooper, three and a half fantasy points. Ian Thomas, 3.3. So that's not what you want from your tight ends right there. All right, so now that the Jags of the week are done, man, let's get to these these waivers because that's what we really need is championship week, um, you know, we have to remember one thing, guys. We got to make sure we play some defense, right? You got some fab. You want to block your opponent. You know, maybe they're the Dalvin Cook owner. You want to block. Maybe you don't even need running backs. Maybe you're loaded at running back. You want to go ahead and block them. You know, look at their roster. See what they need. Maybe they're going to try to go get that defense, you know, the top defense, waiver wire defense of the week. Um, you know, maybe you want to go block them from picking them up. So, um, whatever it is that you have to do to to win this week, that's that's what it is. That's that's what it's gonna take. So, um, you know, we've been focused for six for you know 15 weeks now. 
can't slip up on this last week, especially not this week. This is the money-making week. So I got to get this done, All right? So um, whatever you got to do to win this week, you know, um, you know, you're going to drop that four-string receiver. You know, if you're not starting, you know, a ton of receivers, you know, only keep the two that you're starting. If you're, if you know your opponent needs receivers, then, you know, pick, some, pick the ones up that you think that they would pick up. Um, you know, whatever it is you have to do. But remember, take care of yourself first, all right? Because you got to take care of yourself, your lineup, your match, all that stuff, and then take and then worry about blocking. But if you've been set up for success, like because you've been listening to us, you know, you've been you got your routine down, and you got all your handcuffs, you're good to go. Um, then you can go ahead and play some defense. But let's jump right into the waivers. Starting off at the quarterback position, in. This guy better not be owned, but I'm just gonna say it, man. And that's Ryan Tannehill. Um, I know he's owned in, he's only owned in 21% of Yahoo leagues. So, oh sorry, 68% of Yahoo leagues. That was up 21% over the last day. So people are getting smarter. So 68% of Yahoo leagues. But for those, for that other 32%, let's get that done, man. Got to go pick up Ryan Tannehill because he's gonna win us some fantasy championships. And then another one that I like this week. Quarterback I like this week, Jared Goff. Um, I know it's Jared Goff. You probably don't want to play him. Not excited about that. But he's got a matchup against San Fran, who's who's been pretty bad against the quarterback position lately. Um, Jared Goff's been pretty good the last few weeks. So he's owned in 72% of Yahoo leagues. But, you know, he's definitely somebody that could be available in your league and you could start this week uh, with a with a really good matchup. Gardner Minshew is also somebody that I like. Jacksonville Jags quarterback Gardner Minshew. He gets Atlanta this week. That game's in a dome, so you won't have to worry about uh, poor weather. Um, And, you know, he's going to get, should be getting DJ Shark back. He was apparently running and cutting this week um, or today. So, you know, Gardner Minshew gets to play Atlanta. He's 15% owned in Yahoo League, so you can go out. And start Gardner Minshew this week if you need help at the quarterback position. And then obviously, as always, there's our guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Gets to go up against Cincinnati this week in a revenge game. Uh, He's only 25% owned, but obviously, as we've been talking about, he gets Devontae Parker back. Um, Cincinnati has been a little bit better against the pass. So I would probably go after these other three guys before I go after Ryan Fitzpatrick. But... Um, if I'm if I'm in need of desperate help, then Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, he's one way one place that I would go. Um, and then last on the list, actually, uh, Mr. Biskey talked about him before, but he gets to go up up against Kansas City, uh, who has been a little bit better against uh, quarterbacks and wide receivers as a whole. Um, but he's at home. Uh, this game should have a high total, and Mr. Biskey should, uh, you know, continue to play well. Especially as he's he has he has been from a fancy perspective the last few weeks. Now moving on to the running back position, so um, this one's going to get a little bit tricky. But as we talked about, Dalvin Cook left the game with a shoulder injury. It seems to be a different shoulder than the previous shoulder, but um, you know this one uh, he 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 was ruled out almost immediately. Uh, Mike Zimmer says he seems like he, he should be able to go, but Adam Schefter uh, came out on Monday Night Football and said. Uh, at halftime, came out and said that um, you know doesn't the Dal- that the uh, Vi- the Vikings have already locked up playoff a playoff spot. Um, they don't want to expose Dalvin Cook any more to any more injuries. So it doesn't seem like he's gonna play a Monday Night Football. So that makes 
either Mike Boone or Alexander Madison, um, the primary ball carrier for this prime match match spot or prime matchup against Green Bay. Um, you know, Mike Boone would probably be the the way to go right now because Alexander Madison was out with the ankle injury. Uh, but Mike Boone is readily available. He's three percent owned in Yahoo leagues. Scored two touchdowns in the game. He's a preseason all-star. If you ever watch the Vikings or preseason football, he's always going off in the preseason. Uh, got the opportunity in the regular season and did not uh, relinquish that opportunity. Um, but, you know, if Alexander Madison comes back from this ankle injury, then this could murky this whole situation as 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 to which of these two guys I would target. Um, you know, obviously it really is dependent on Alexander Madison's health. If Alexander Madison is healthy, I would imagine that they're going to continue to roll Alexander Madison out there as the lead dog. But if he's still banged up with that ankle injury, I would go after Mike Boone. Um, obviously, it's going to be tough, but you know the, we're going to get the practice report on Tuesday, um, and we'll see where Alexander Madison is. If he's a full tar- full participant, then obviously that would make me lean Alexander Madison. If he's a limited participant. Um, I would go to get Mike Boone. But honestly, I would try to get both of these guys if I could. Um, That way you have an answer on Monday night. Um, It does become a little bit tricky because this game is on Monday night. So you're going to have to make a decision on some other guys or any potential pivots prior to uh, that game being played. Next guy on the list at the running back position is going to be DeAndre Washington. Yes, that's right. He's back on the list. Um, You know, we thought that we would have had to pick him up last week after a performance where he he, he filled in for Josh Jacobs. Um, Josh Jacobs returned to game action, but it was reported earlier today that Josh Jacobs is feeling pain in that shoulder. Uh, so there's now he's questionable again for this game on Sunday, um, and and then so that means DeAndre Washington would be able to to get a matchup against the LA Chargers, who we just saw get lit up by. Uh, Mike Boone and Dalvin Cook, so uh, DeAndre Washington could could be an opportunity could have an opportunity here for uh, an, a heightened workload as he had. So if you're the Josh Jacobs owner, go get DeAndre Washington. If you're playing the jo- if you're playing the Josh Jacobs owner, um, you can you can also go get DeAndre Washington to play some defense. Or if you need a running back to start this week, um, you know I, DeAndre Washington probably a way to go. Um, and then next at the position. That's gonna be Carry On Johnson. I know he's uh he's you know somebody that is uh you know not you know we haven't seen a lot of him as of late, but he could be uh could could be returning in week sixteen, gets a matchup against Denver, and Denver has been great against the running back position. Um and he's thirty nine percent owned and I you know, I would imagine if you know they say he's been looking good in practice and if he's set back free he he will play, so um, if you need help at the running back position as well, carry on Johnson. Also not a bad place to go. All right, let's continue with the wide receiver position. We got Brashad Perriman. Brashad Perriman only owned in 12% of the Yahoo leagues like we talked about. Caught three touchdowns on the five catches. Um, you know, had six targets. You know, he's going to continue to be the deep the deep field presence in this offense. And he gets a matchup on Saturday against Houston. So this is going to be great to watch. Um, you know, as he continues to be targeted down the field, and especially as we know this Houston secondary, not great. We just saw what A.J. Brown was doing to them. So, 
Rashad Perriman, maybe even Justin Watson, who should have a role. Uh, so, you know, these guys are in, in prime prime places, uh, prime positions to make plays. So, definitely like that. Next on the list is going to be our guy, Scary Terry, man. Got to bring him back. Only 73% owned, but I know he was made available in some leagues. So, if he was dropped, you know, I would go out, pick him up, because he gets a matchup against the Giants. Um, and, you know, he's doing Scary Terry things again. Dwayne Haskins has been more comfortable throwing him the football. Um, and, you know, we saw what Dwayne Haskins has been able to do in, in you know, decent and really good matchups. But even the decent ones as of late, he's been able to get the ball to Scary Terry. So, Scary Terry gets to go up against the Giants, like we said. They they recently cut Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins was the only corner on the Giants roster to not allow a passer rating over, over 110. Um, DeAndre Baker was just recently injured as well, and he, he of, the, of the corners, was playing the best so of the young guys. So it's Gary Terry. Uh, he's going to continue to go out there and flash that speed as he gets to go up against the Giants this week. So um, continue to start Scary Terry, or pick him up and start him this week if, if you need help at the receiver position. And then next is going to be Anthony Miller, man. He's continuing to do it. Um, you know, he's been on a roll since we talked about him. Uh, heading into uh, that Thanksgiving matchup. But, you know, he's been straight. He's just been money, man. Uh, 15 targets in this game. Nine catches, 118 yards, and a touchdown. He's only 26% owned, so he's still available. He's still out there. Uh, you got to go get Anthony Miller, especially in this, this Sunday night matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, Anthony Miller, go out and get him. And then the tight end position. This is probably a name that nobody wants to hear. Nobody wants to see, but, you know, life's like it just everything just comes full circle. And that is right. OJ Howard is back, guys. 41% owned. But, guys, it's all about the opportunities here. All right, we talked about it. No Mike Evans, no Chris Godwin for the Bucks. You know, we saw uh, OJ Howard have eight targets in this game, turn that into four catches for 46 yards. He's, he's going to get these targets. Uh, you need help at the tight end position. And, you know, O.J. Howard is not a bad place to look, guys. So go out there. And I know it's dirty. I know it's nasty. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do, especially to win a chip, man. So go out and get O.J. Howard. All right, y'all. So that's the waiver show. Hopefully you guys are, you know, locked in, ready to go into the, the, these finals championship and don't worry, guys, if you play Week 17 Finals, I don't know why you would subject yourself to that. But if you do, we still have you covered. We will still be here with you. Um, you know, we might be corpses, you know, depending on what the results of what happens in our finals. Because our 12-1 and team continuing to roll, led by Lamar Jackson, led by Christian McCaffrey, led by recently acquired Aaron Jones, is continuing to roll. We just lost Chris Godwin, but it's okay because we picked up A.J. Brown, who dogged for us this week too. So um, we're we're going to the finals. Hopefully, we can we can close that one out. Um, you know, I'm in five finals going into five, so this is great. Gotta love this man. Gotta love this feeling. But um, yeah, hopefully we guys, we hopefully we can get this done. Hopefully we get this done. We get these chips. Hopefully for you guys, you get some cash. Whatever it is. You know, but um, little change to the schedule. There's no Thursday night football this week, 
but we will still cover the Saturday games that will still be released um, on Thursday. Maybe we might release it on Friday, depending on either or. Um, but, you know, just be on the lookout for that. Um, and then, yeah, as always, good luck in your matchups. And thank you, thank you, thank you, especially on episode 50. Thank you for listen, for listening. Thank you for being with us. Without you guys, none of this is possible, um, really, because, you know, you know, we we just love being getting on here, getting an opportunity to talk ball, talk fantasy, and, you know, just continue to provide that fantasy goodness. So if you continue to, to, to listen to us and you like what we're saying, then just get out there, leave us a rate, follow, review, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening to. However it is that you're you're getting this fantasy goodness. And as always, appreciate you guys appreciate you guys for listening and we are out.